You are about to embark upon a fascinating adventure into well-being, a journey which will leave you with a lifetime method for gaining unequaled health of body and mind and the sense of a new life. The host does not necessarily agree with the opinions and beliefs expressed in the following text. Any and or all statements regarding truth, reality, God, etc. should be viewed as narrative contrived by the artist for entertainment purposes only. The host hereby disavows his own personal responsibility for any paranormal activity related to the listening of this episode. The listener listens at his own risk and will hopefully have a safe yet fun and expansive trip. The characters in this episode are very real and reside inside a space-time continuum known as the host's head. The host solemnly guarantees that you will love them in addition to assurance that the preceding statement was a lie. Oh, and by the way, you're in for some weird shit. You know the old saying, it's gonna hurt me more than it's gonna hurt you? I really understand that. Um, my cat is sick, and uh, giving him medicine has been difficult. Um, it's just liquid medicine, thankfully. I can't imagine giving a cat a pill. But, um, pretty much what I have to do is, because he hides under the bed, um, I remove the mattress, and every time I need to get him, I flip the box spring over and I get him. Now, I don't know what's wrong. Um, the vet that I normally go to, it, they, um, wouldn't let, the nearest appointment was a week, I called on a Monday, and the closest they could get me in was the next Thursday, so a week and a half away. And then his, then he declined. He stopped eating and stopped drinking. So then I took him to a vet nearby, a walk-in clinic. I had to wait, you know, an hour, and uh, I couldn't go in. And I don't like that. And I understand because of COVID, but I mean. Can I put on a mask? How about that? So the vet talked to me over the phone. They said that they were going to give an antibiotic and uh, he was dehydrated and something to help him get hungry so he could eat. So I assume a steroid and he still hasn't ate. And although he's, and that was, that was um, Friday. So and I'm recording this on Monday, and he's slightly better. His nose is a little less stuffy, a little less clogged, and he sounds a little better. Still not eating, still not drinking. So what I've been doing is every hour or two um, that I'm home, I get a the syringe they give me for the medicine, which is a three milliliter syringe, and I try to get him some water that way, and I know it's not it's, I know it's not enough. When I googled, it said they need about half a water bottle, so you're talking about 250 milliliter, and I'm giving them three to four syringes at three mil. You know that's not shit. You know, maybe twelve. Yeah because he's not getting it all so maybe 12 at most every hour which is not nothing and I can't force him to drink but it's the best I can do 
the vet told me to come back on a, if he's not better by Tuesday, bring him in. And I kept my original vet appointment. So if he's not better by Tuesday, I'm probably just, I'm going to wait and just bring him into my vet Thursday. Um, it's only been like a full day, really. And he's slightly better. So I hope by Tuesday he will be a little bit better tomorrow and a little bit more better Tuesday. And I don't... And I won't have to bring him to that vet. Um, we talked over the phone. And another thing is, they shut down between 12 and 2. And we got there right before 10. And he got there back around uh, 11.30. So they only had a half hour to diagnose. And I know... Uh, shooting him up with antibiotics and, you know, whatever, a water isn't going to take long, but I'm, and I was just skeptical because it's like, I know the guy wants to take his two hour break. And I mean, I know you're a vet and you're busy and, and it was busy. And so, and they got good reviews, but it, it still strikes me a little off. And my regular vet, my cat has gotten cat fights while we've been gone, and he's literally looked like Two-Face from uh, Batman. He got, you know, in a fight, and the wound got infected, and all my man, my regular vet did was, you know, antibiotic, steroid, whatever else, and I didn't have to give him any medicine, and he healed up on himself. Um, either he did it to himself, or he got in another cat fight, but... He, he or another cat, um, got him by his butthole and then he had double buttholes and once again, it got infected, but this time we were able to catch it even sooner cause we weren't on vacation. And once again, it was just a couple shots and he's good to go. So to me, I don't know if what I, what he has now is more serious or the vet doesn't want to really get to the root because the vet told me he didn't know if it was bacterial or viral because he'd have to do a blood test, which I understand. Um, but Hey, could you at least do the blood test for me? I know, you know, fucking, I don't know. It's just rough. It's, um, just like regular doctors, you know, some are better than others. It's always good to get a second opinion and, uh, not all of them are great. <laughs> not all of them are for the best. Some just want to rack up the money. Um, not saying this guy does, but I still want to go to my regular main vet. Has anyone seen the meteor showers? Um, I know that's kind of a weird topic to go from my cat is fucking sick and maybe dying to, um, hey, meteor showers and, um, let me Google what the meteors were. Um, actually seen them last night. I don't know if you can hear my phone blinging. It was a Perseid meteor shower and it was, uh. Supposed to be the peak August 11th through 12th, and you could see them 
the 3rd, and I seen him last, oh, August 11th through 12th, and you could have seen him the 13th, and I've, I've seen quite a bit the 14th. Um, me, my friend, and uh, his friends, nobody I knew, we went up to uh, a nice little beach and was able to catch quite a bit. I seen a green one. I don't know what is the mineral that burns green. Is it copper? Right? Is that right? Um, so I don't know if that one had more copper in it. And I seen a nice trailers. And by that, I mean, when you, <clears throat> I guess I need to turn my fucking thing off because they're just going to keep bling blonging me. And by that, I mean, when they have a nice visible trail behind them for quite some time. And it was an, Jesus Christ, my phone. Well, somebody's awake, and uh, it was nice to get out. I definitely needed it, even though I was worried about my cat, but uh, there's not much I can do, really. I give him the medicine every 12-ish hours, give him some water, hopefully he'll take it in, maybe he won't, maybe he will, and then something about antique stores have always caused me to take a poop. And when we were at the Meteor Place, I'd circle back a little bit, um, they didn't want any red light. And there was a lady who was putting what I can only, it was like a, um, a red plastic material over your phone to cancel out the red light, or the white light to make it red. And when and I, when we got there, I asked, you know, where the bathroom was because I, I drove to my friend's house, which is 40 minutes away. And then from there, he drove another, like, two-ish hours to the place. And I had to piss. I mean, wouldn't you? So the bathroom... There's no dark, there's no light. Um, well, I guess, like, dimly, dimly, like, green light in, like, uh, like a gallon, like an empty gallon of milk. It, but it's, you definitely need your flashlight on. It's very dark. So, when you go into this bathroom, I thought there would be motion sensor lights or a sensor for the door to open um you know it if the door opens the lights turn on and then they stay on for x amount of time until the door moves or whatnot nope there was no sensors no nothing so then i turned on my flashlight red light and it's very it's very spooky um, when you're in a pitch black bathroom and the only light is a red light coming from your phone. So I was looking for a switch, uh, you know, a light switch, a little button, something. There is nothing there. So I assume that the only time they have light is the natural light because there were a few windows. Um, but... I'm a two-handed pisser, um, so I'm not trying to light up my dick and piss at the same time, especially in a pitch dark 
bathroom. Now, because because what I was thinking was it was a perfect place for a pervert, you know, a pervert. And if I was a pervert, I definitely would be in there in the darkness waiting, catching that glowing red dick and uh they they they're not seeing mine. I'm a two-handed pisser. I need both hands. Um I'm not trying to give them a a preview of the show or whatever you want to call it. Um you know, if there was a small child in there without a light, you'd probably just topple him over or hit him in the head with your dick. Um I mean, if you're walking around with your dick out, when it's pitch black, why not, you know? It was hard to find a, the urinal anyways, so I assume the place had a drain. And uh, when it's dark out, and once again, when it's dark, it's pitch dark, and you can't, you cannot see. You cannot see, and when it's pitch black, and you cannot see, and the only light is coming from your phone, and it's a red spooky light, and you think a pervert is in there. You will just piss on the floor. Two-handed. Two-handed. I'm two-handed. I'm not ambidextrous. Single, solo, ambidextrous. I'm two-handed. I'm a two-handed pisser. So that was interesting. And uh, nothing happened. No pervert. It was cold. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be that cold. I was shorts and a and a shirt, and I thought I turned my shit off, but uh keeps blinging and blonging and uh back to the old dusty antique store now, what is an antique store to me, an antique store is Jesus Christ, I thought I shut you the fuck up. God damn. This new fucking phone. It's so hard to turn off the fucking blings and the blongs. Good lord. An antique store can only be described to me as overpriced garage sale items. Because let's be honest, majority of the time, Garage sales are overpriced already to begin with. I don't want to pay $3 for a cup. I'm not doing that. So you take this $3 cup, you put it inside and not outside. You bring it inside and now you're going to charge $10, $30. An antique store is just overpriced garage sale items brought inside and then overpriced some more. Uh, we were eBaying and Googling prices. A Snoopy lunchbox, $20. Guess how much they were selling it for? 20 Nope. 40 Nope. 70 Nope. $95 for a $20 Snoopy box sold on eBay with like $8 shipping but still let's say a $30 Snoopy box 
goes up to 95 in an antique store. And who buys this shit? And my sister said, you know, it's probably just confused old people. And that's all I really seen was confused old people. Um, another thing I seen was a book of uh, images or something like that or designs for Blade Runner 2049. Now, that movie, let me Google it real quick, but that movie came out in 2015, 2017. So it's even newer than what I thought. So that movie come out four years ago. Is a four-year-old book an antique? Hell no. Maybe if it was the original Blade Runner that came out in, let me Google it. Blade Runner came out in 83. Blade Runner came out in 82. Once again, I was close. Um, Closer than the sequel. But nonetheless, close. If it was a book on that, I could see that in antique. But this Blade Runner book went from, and mind you, they had the dust cover on, the slip cover, the dust jacket, whatever you want to call it, with the original price from whatever store, maybe a Barnes and Noble or a Target. And it was uh I do believe either twenty ninety nine or thirty ninety nine. How much was it? How much was it? How much were they charging for it? Seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. And still at this little booth, because that's what they are, they're little booths people set up. And another thing about antique stores is that um, it's a it's a way for people to feel like interior designers with their bullshit. Um, clearly, because it's just um, um, just a. I mean, the people that I seen uh, that were there that that it was their booths were a bunch of older white women. Um. And it makes sense because don't they all just kind of feel like they're an interior designer? They they feel like they can spruce up a place. They can be a wedding planner. Now, once again, antique stores make me have to take a shit. Now, I don't know if you have ever heard of Mariko Oki phenomenon. Maybe I'm not pronouncing that right. Or Akio Mariko Ginsho. It is a Japanese expression referring to an urge to defecate that is suddenly felt after entering a bookstore. Now you're saying bookstore, antique store, not the same. Yes and no. Bookstores typically are what? Full of books. And guess what? Books smell. And guess what? They're made of what? dried wood that's what paper is get with me coming at you and guess what it absorbs moisture and humidity and guess what have you ever smelled a book a new book it smells it smells sort of at least for me in a good way um now take that smell and make it smell bad and that's what a book uh antique store is 
Now, another thing about antique stores that you might not know, but they slowly drain the humidity from you, the water. Now, I think it's common knowledge, or or it's said, that humans are 70% water. That might be true, I don't know, but let's go with 70% water. Now, I feel like an antique store, specifically, not necessarily a bookstore, maybe an old bookstore, but uh, an antique store definitely drains the humidity, or at least the life force, if you want to even get more weird with it, like... The old-timey pictures are trying to suck your soul out. You could argue that. You ever get trapped in, an, in a gaze of an old picture and you can't look away? and You just want to take it home and put it above your wall, put it above your bedroom and just stare at it and stare at it and maybe stroke yourself to it and stare at it? Not me. Not in my house, you won't. Um, yes, the humidity is low. It is very dry and dusty. And we're 70% water. Now tell me why for every hour you spend in there, it feels like it drains 1% minimally of your internal water supply. Um, my eyes start to hurt. I My throat gets dry. My tongue gets very dry. The sides of it especially. My skin starts to age rapidly. I can I start um hunching over. It's like uh SpongeBob if you stay in there long enough you it, you look like SpongeBob. Um it affected all of us. I didn't I don't know if it, ex, it it's one of those things that don't like if you get there if you st if you're in there long enough or you if if you uh partake in the place or if you uh spend your time in there often you eventually build up an immunity or or you get used to it so your body adapts because clearly people spend all day in there um i don't know why people would buy shit um but people were and i'm not having it it's overpriced garage sale stuff moved inside to be even more overpriced and put in a way that people feel like they're interior designers. Back to the booth with the book, the um, 2049 book, Blade Runner. They had $2 packs of cards. One was for Igor, an animated movie that nobody gives a fuck about. Then they had a $4 pack of Dinosaur King cards. Now, I never seen Igor, but I do remember watching Dinosaur King on Saturday mornings. But that doesn't mean I'm going to spend four dollars. Once again, overpriced. Maybe a dollar for somebody that really loved it. Um, for me, I wouldn't spend any money. I wouldn't spend any money on it. They had a very tiny sensual sexual xenomorph for ten dollars it was the size of like a pinky finger my pinky finger i have small man hands uh we'll say a three inch pinky finger and they also had what they claimed to be um 
like a promotional or a very rare piece of Rolling Stones memorabilia, like a um, pressed plastic lips. And my dad's a big, I mean, aren't all dads big um, rock and roll fans, Rolling Stone fans, classic rock fans. So he takes a look at it and he's like, oh, they look more like the plastic lips you know the candy although who's eating that um he's like they don't they don't strike me as a rolling stones they also had some very expensive rugs you're talking about like uh sonic the hedgehog a dragon ball shit like that shit definitely people would buy that want to show people what they're interested when they come inside now I could see myself, when I was a little more materialistic, being into some of that shit, but not today. Was I Was I like, oh, that's cool, that's neat? Yes, but that's not for me. Um, they were expensive. Uh, $55 for maybe a, a foot in um, circumference Dragon Ball rug. And uh, not for me, like that rug what and it was hanging up so i'm like okay um i guess if you're going to display it you're going to hang it up because you're not going to use it as at a as a rug you know i know some people that have big feet and that rug would just be one shoe you couldn't fit both shoes on there unless you're like really putting them close together and who walks like that do people walk with their feet right side by side that's freakish. Um, antique stores definitely are bullshit. And oh, and before that, we went to an indoor flea market, and it's exactly what you assume, you know. Um, and not to talk down, but think of an indoor flea market, and and by that I don't mean it was uh it was like a small shop and i assume it was kind of booths um kind of maybe because there was definitely like um here's like beanie babies here's books here's kind of other plushes here's like random shit here's a dude selling weapons there's always that but uh he also didn't have any weapons um because one of the people I was with was wanting to buy a certain weapon and he felt bad for him so he bought a $2 DVD because he's like, nobody's buying shit here. I feel bad for these people. Bless them, but uh, I don't I don't see, seriously, yeah, I don't see anybody buying anything from there and bless his heart for buying something because that $2 probably made their day and um, I hope that's not their main job. I hope that's just kind of like a side hustle where they sell their shit because I don't see how anybody can make a living selling piss-stained memorabilia, piss-stained um, plushies, $2 DVDs of who's buying DVDs. Um, physical media is practically dead, although I still buy stuff, um, but it's rare. It's only for things that I actually purely enjoy 
in that if I canceled all my subscriptions and didn't have the internet, I could still happily enjoy shows. And by referencing shows, everybody should watch the Miss Pat show. It just came out on BET Plus, and uh, it's tremendous. It's fantastic. You should support her, Miss Pat. Um, become a fan. Become a quote-unquote crack baby. It's a brilliant show from a brilliant woman who has lived an incredible life, and one that you might like. I've I've mentioned uh, Miss Pat before on a Discord chat, and they were like, "You can." You don't, we, we don't talk about that. I'm like, excuse me? And and I was referring to the fact that she was, uh, she got pregnant when she was 13. And I'm not, con- not you know, saying it's a good thing, but um, what do you mean we don't talk about it? Why? Because it's taboo? Well, it happens. And I'm not going to fucking tell you her life story or tell you this story, but, um, yeah, she's lived a life that is very, I would say very, it might not be very rare, and unfortunately, it just might be uh, a life that's not um, portrayed enough to be well known. And I am sick also. So with that, have a great day.